Tempe Brilliance Podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. Hey, Star Chasers. This episode of Pimp Your Brilliance is brought to you by the Visionary Journal. The Visionary Journal is a goal-setting guide, mini vision board, and day planner. It provides a simple structure to help you break your goals into actionable steps that you can integrate into your daily life. For more information and to order your own copy of the Visionary Journal, visit keepchasingthestars.com backslash visionary journal. Welcome to mini-sode number 16. For more information and for show notes, you can find them at keepchasingthestars.com backslash M16. Hey, Star Chasers. Today's episode is inspired by my recent trip to Palm Springs, California to attend Alt Summit. And for those of you who have never heard of Alt Summit, it's a creative conference for women in the digital space. And when I talk about this conference is beautiful, it is so beautiful. It's in Palm Springs now. It used to be held in Utah. It's at the Suaro Hotel, which if you've been on Instagram, you've definitely seen that hotel. It's that really beautiful rainbow colored hotel. And they take over the entire hotel for three days. And it's just an amazing time. And there's so many women that are attending. There's a few men, but the number of men is really, really small. But there's so many women from all walks of life, all types of businesses. It's just a fun, fun time. And this was my sixth time attending and I feel like of all my alt experiences, this was the best one yet. And I've had some really amazing times, but I walked away with some really, really powerful epiphanies about how I show up or really how we show up for ourselves when we are in a room full of awesome people. And I want to talk with you guys about that. So here's the thing about alt. When you're there, you're surrounded by literally hundreds of beautiful, talented, ambitious, amazing, creative women. I mean, there's no shortage of them. They're in every single corner of the room. Is Anytime you look out the window, there's somebody amazing walking by. I mean, it's, there's some really amazing people there. And some of these people have like massive followings and they've landed major book deals or they have thriving businesses. I can think of several people that I met a few years ago at Alt that had small businesses were just starting and that have like landed just crazy, ridiculous partnership deals with other brands. And they're doing really well for themselves. So this is a conference full of badasses and it shows. And if you want proof, definitely check out the Alt Summit um, Instagram which I believe is at Alt Summit. I'll put this in the show notes just in case it's not. And the hashtag, hashtag Alt Summit. So A-L-T Summit. It's crazy. When you look at the pictures and the people who are there, it's just, it's stunning. And they always get like really great speakers to come and impart their wisdom. And it's great. It's such a good time. But the flip side of that is, it's really, really easy to let comparison creep in. And it's so ridiculously easy to feel like you need to shrink yourself or to try not to seem like you're too much. 
and I can relate to this because I've been there, I've attended this conference several times, and I felt those feelings myself. So this time, my greatest takeaway from this entire conference experience was the importance of showing up for myself. And this is something that actually started several weeks before I actually attended the conference. So I want to share with you the five ways that I showed up for myself while while attending a conference full of awesome people, because I feel like there's lessons there that you may be able to apply for any type of conference or event that you are thinking about going to in the future. So my first thing is about making a commitment about dressing like the boss that I know I am. And that might sound crazy because I don't feel like when I go to conferences, I'm dressed crazy or dressed like a bum or I'm not dressed well. I always dress nicely. But in the past, I've either went to two extremes. Either I've gone like trying to be super fashionista and wear heels, which trust me when I tell you is a huge, huge fail, such a fail, or trying to be more relaxed. And because I sell t-shirts, I'm like, okay, well, I'll just wear some of my t-shirts for my brands and jeans and sneakers. And neither one of those things is inherently wrong, but I did not feel like either one of those really made me feel like the boss that I know I am and feel like a person who's handling her business and is showing up and is somebody that other people need to listen to or that people need to look at when she walks into the room. So that was something that I really obsessed about for weeks, weeks, I tell you. And you can ask like all my business besties, I talked about like my struggle to find clothes. And it is a bit of a struggle because I'm very tall. So you may not be able to tell from the confines of the screens of your computer if you've seen me online, but I'm six feet tall and, you know, curvy. So I don't always have the option or luxury of walking into the store and buying something out for the rack because a lot of times things are just not cut for very tall women. So I spent several weeks like searching online for places that specifically sold clothes for tall women so that they could be long enough and have long enough sleeves and that they would fit properly. And I went through tons of different outfits and I finally landed on a few things that one, made me feel good and made me feel comfortable. They were dressed up enough that they were on brand They were comfortable enough to spend the day in, but they also fit the conference and they were, they made me feel confident. And I feel like that made a huge, huge improvement in how I felt every day getting my day started because I was like, okay, I know I'm going to wear, I feel good in what I'm going to wear, my shoes are comfortable, and I feel like I'm showing up as the best version of myself. And that helped me feel more confident and more comfortable being in front of the different people that I was meeting from day to day. And then as a bonus, all always has this amazing closing party. And I love to be able to dress up for a theme party. So that was like my chance to be a little bit wilder and risque with the clothes I was wearing. It was a 80s prom. So I did kind of like a punk rock mohawk look. But it was fun. And my takeaway there was like, wear the clothes that you feel most comfortable in. So if you are somebody who wants to be glammed out, be glammed out. If you're somebody who does not want to, you know, go all super glam, wear clothes that make you feel like 
your boss that you feel like best represents you and your brand because it comes across in everything. It comes across when you're talking to people. It comes across in photos. It just sets the stage for your conference experience. And don't downplay this because this has been something that I've always thought has kind of been like a frivolous thing. But I've had this discussion about what we wear and how that affects how we show up in places. And several of my friends have said like they're experiencing the same thing where they are really trying to nail down the look for their brand when they get booked for speaking gigs or they're doing or or they're attending conferences. So put some thought in that. Think about, you know, what type of clothes are going to make you feel your best and then go after that. So that's my first thing. The second thing that I did weeks ahead of the conference was I started setting some intentions. So I knew going in that I was speaking at the conference once. So there's a bit of um, boost that you get when you speak at conferences because people reach out ahead of time. You start seeing traffic from the conference website go into your website. And once you get there, people see you on the you know speakers page and they're like, what is your session about? I'm going to attend. And so people start kind of flocking to you. So I set some intentions about who I wanted to connect with, what type of people I wanted to connect with while I was there. High on my list was I wanted to find new people and more people that I could invite on the podcast because it's my baby and I want to introduce you guys to as many amazing people as possible. So that was a very huge intention for me to land some new guests for the show. And I did. And I'm excited because I will be having several people that I met at Alt this year on the show pretty soon. So that was one. The other thing was wanting to meet contacts that I felt could help me grow my business in some way, shape or form, whether that be through us partnering or collaborating. It could be them asking me to speak at their events if they had one, whatever. I was open there. And the final one was I also wanted to walk away with some connections from other brands. So there's some things that I have wanted personally to products I want to bring to my brand. One in particular that I'm not going to mention yet, but I've been trying to figure out like how I can get this made for months. And I think I found the person. Setting your intentions works. It's really important that you set some intentions when you go to events or goals or have an idea of what you're looking for. That way, every day that you're there, you can get up in the morning and say, you know, my intention is to make some amazing contacts or my intention is to find three people to tell about my podcast and invite them on, to, on the show. Whatever your intentions are, set them ahead of time, start setting them weeks in advance. And when you get there, write them down and remind yourself of those intentions every single day. The third one was, this happens when you're at the conference, and that is being fully engaged and present. So I've been to conferences before, and I kind of joke about this, but it's true. And it's a thing that I do. I can be somewhat of a conference dodger. So I will go, and I'm not an introvert, but sometimes there are times where I just feel like, I think if you're an introvert or if you're an extrovert, a conference as a whole can be overwhelming. You're spending all day walking around in this space, talking to people, shaking hands, trying to remember names and faces. And sometimes you're hungry. 
it can be a lot and it can be overwhelming. And when in the past, when that has happened, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to leave. I'm going to find somewhere to walk to. I'm going to go get ice cream. I'm going to go eat alone. I'm going to go back to my room and take a nap. That's a big one. (laughs) But I was really, really intentional about not doing those things and trying to maximize all of the time that I, I had there because you only have a, you know, a limited amount of time at the conference. And once it's done, it's done. Whatever you did not complete, it's, it's, you know, the opportunity has passed. So I was really intentional about making sure that I was fully engaged and present. So that meant remembering people's names and remembering like what they told me about themselves which is huge for me because I am awful at remembering names. But I walked away from the conference thinking about several people that I wanted to reach out to after the fact and what we talked about and where I met them. And I had the best dinners. Um, The first night that I was there, we went to a dinner um, hosted by Spanx, the brand, and they had assigned seats. So you had to go to the table and figure out where your seat was. Luckily, the person who sat across from me, Janetta, we're friends and I've met her previously, but everybody else at my table was a stranger. But I had the best dinner with them. I had such a good time because we weren't really on our phones. And even though I was tired, you know, I talked with the women, I asked them about what they did. We laughed. I made everybody at my table laugh because they had a, a menu of like what the courses were and you could order you know, your entree and your appetizer. And then they had a dessert, but I wanted my dessert first. So I asked the waiter if he would bring out my dessert before he brought my entree. And he did. And when he brought my dessert, he hadn't put out everybody else's food yet. So I was there eating this like apple crumb cake and this chocolate mousse thing. And somebody at the table was like, how did you get your dessert already? And I was like, because I asked for it. And so many people at the table, they thought that was funny. And even the representative who was there for Spanx thought it was hysterical. But at the same time, like they were like, oh my gosh, that is so smart. And they felt like they learned something. And I felt like that lightened the mood at the table and it made everybody laugh. And it was just an overall good experience. And I attribute that to being engaged and present at that dinner. And that kind of happened several times. Like I had several really good meals with women that I didn't really know and that I had just met. And I was intentional about not being on my phone, listening to what they were saying, like being in that moment and listening and engaging and and speaking with these people, because you never know what kind of opportunities will come out of this later on. And I had like a great lunch one day, somebody invited me to their table and We talked and they just, they shared so many things with me. And I just felt like, oh, like this is the kind of things that you want to happen at a conference. Like you want to be invited to a table and ask questions and and really treat it like somebody is really interested in what you are saying. And a lot of that came from, and that came from not going back to my room and taking naps, not leaving the conference because I was feeling overwhelmed. As a matter of fact, I was going to edit a podcast one day of the conference. And I was upstairs in the room doing that. And I said, you know, I traveled all this way to come to this conference. There's no way I'm going to sit in here and edit this podcast. So I just left it. And I was like, I'll take care of it when I got home. So that's my third one, being fully engaged and present. 
Number four, bragging on myself when it was appropriate. And this actually did not come like easy to me. It took a little bit of practice. And shout out to my roommate Liv of Unbelievably Human because she really, really got on top of me about this. And I I had to be like, okay, I have to do better because people would ask like, what do you do? And I would tell them, you know, I have this planner company, it's a visionary journal, yada, yada, yada. But after a few intros that Liv heard me do about the visionary journal, she finally told me like, you know what? No, you're not. You just keep telling people like you have a planner company, but she's like the visionary journal is more than that. It's got, she was like, it has changed my life. And I need you to act like that. And I need you to explain to people what it does and why it's so amazing. Because she was like, right now, you're just making it sound like any other planner on the market. And it is not like that. And she said that several times to the point where I was like, well, from now on, if you're with me and somebody says something about the journal, I'm going to let you introduce it. And I did at one point let her do that at lunch. But then I realized like that's being ridiculous. And what she's saying is correct. It's right. Like if you're going to be here and people are asking what you do, like you need to hook them in and brag on yourself when it's appropriate, because I've worked really, really hard on the Visionary Journal. It's been something that I've consistently been working on for three years. I have put a lot of personal money, investment, time, energy, effort into making it the best thing that it is. And I'm super proud of what I've done with it. I'm super proud of where it's headed. And I need to act like that when I'm in a room full of awesome people. I don't just need to say, oh, I have this planner. It's called the Visionary Journal. No, I need to be like, I have this planner. No, I need to have this goal setting system that I developed called the Visionary Journal and there's space for your vision board and there's space for your goals and there's 90 day action plans and there's weekly spreads for you to stay on track of your goals. And every month there's a space for you to reflect and see what you got done and how you can improve. And people have had amazing results. Like those are the things that you're supposed to say to people when they ask you, what do you do? Tell us about that thing. You don't just say, oh, well, I made this thing. And yeah, that's my story. Like, no, that's not what you do. So definitely when it's appropriate, brag on yourself. My fifth thing is stop worrying about making people feel or trying to make people feel comfortable. And this is something that I think many of us are guilty of when we go places, we want people to feel comfortable. We want people to like us. We don't want to stir the pot. And that's not to say be rude, be crazy, be ratchet. But I think that you have to realize that when you are in spaces with amazing people, there are going to be some people who get you and they're going to think that your vibe and your energy is amazing and they're going to resonate with what you do. And there's going to be some people who will not like you. They will not think that you're neat. (laughs) They won't think that you're amazing. And that's okay too. Like you're not responsible for making sure that someone else is comfortable. You are responsible for showing up as the best, brightest version of yourself. And you cannot dim your own light for the comfort of someone else. That's not what you do when you're in a room surrounded by amazing people. You show up. You show up for yourself. You show up for the person that you are trying to grow to be. You don't shrink. You don't dip your head. 
you stand tall, you smile, you introduce yourself to strangers, you accept lunch invites with strangers. And at the end of the week or the end of that time, you go home feeling good that you connected with the right people and that you did your best at showing up as the person you are. So that's my spiel. This is getting kind of long. I want to quickly recap the five ways that you can show up for yourself fully if you're in a room full of awesome people at a conference. And that is, the first one is make a commitment to dress like the boss that you know you are. So whatever clothing, whatever style you feel like best represents the boss chick that you know you are, dress that part. Set your intentions. So whatever it is that you hope to get out of the conference, start setting those intentions ahead of time. When you're there, be fully engaged and present. Accept invitations from people to eat lunch with them. Stay off of your phone as much as possible. Don't sneak away to your room to do work. Number four, brag on yourself when it's appropriate. Don't downplay your work. Let people know how amazing it is. Part of the reason why you go to these conferences or you want to be in these rooms is because you want these people to check out your work. So make it sound enticing. And number five, don't worry about trying to make people comfortable. Don't shrink yourself. Don't dim your light. If they feel uncomfortable because you're amazing, that's their shit to figure out. That's not yours. So don't shrink yourself. So hopefully you guys found those tips helpful. And I would love to hear what you think on social. You can hit me up on Instagram at Star Chasers Only. Also at, on Twitter at Star Chasers Only. Let me know your thoughts. Have you attended Alt Summit? What are your thoughts on that? Have you attended conferences? Do you have tips that you want to share? I want to know. So send me a message. And that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you love the show, make sure you grab the Be Brilliant Guide where I share the keys to success for my most popular guests. Download it at keepchasingthestars.com backslash brilliant. Now go out there and pimp your brilliance.